everybody. That's right. We were on vacation this week, so we are pushing this episode a little bit late. So instead of Thursday, it's Friday. But nonetheless, we have really good things to talk to you guys about. So last week we did five-yard penalties. This week we're going to do 10-yard penalties because, again, very, very common in the game of football. So let's get to it. My name is Christine. I am your average Joe Schmo when it comes to sports knowledge, and I am here to ask all the questions that you guys have at home. And I am Sarah, your self-proclaimed sports expert. I am here to answer all of the questions that Christine has. And hopefully all of those questions that you have at home, and I mentioned it earlier, Christine, but let's just address the elephant in the room. I'm wearing the exact same outfit as last week, and it looks like I'm in the exact same location. I am, in (laughs) fact, in another Courtyard Marriott, but I am in Louisville, Kentucky this week, whereas I was in Birmingham, Alabama last week. So it is just the never-ending saga of me traveling for work. But eventually we will get back into a routine of me being at Hub and recording on Tuesday. But like you said, this week was a little wild with being in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. But hopefully you guys will give us some grace because it was definitely a trip of a lifetime. Oh my gosh. It was seriously, if you guys have not been to Jackson Hole, I'm a member of this website called Scott's Cheap Flights. And it's pretty much just a business that revolves around finding cheap air airfare. Um, sign up for it. It's like $40 for the year, but that's how we booked this trip because I got a notification back in March that the airfare was really, really cheap. And so I called Sarah and mom and I was like, you guys want to go on a girl's trip? Let's go. And we booked it for October and it seemed like forever away, Christine. Like, yeah, it seemed like forever away, but it always does. And then it always gets here so fast. And of, of course the trip ended so fast. Like we had so much fun. It was so beautiful, but back to what you were saying about what you're wearing, Sarah, it's okay because I'm still in my sleep shirt <laughs> hey, with Johnny Bravo no. on it. <laughs> yeah, it's got Johnny Bravo. So don't feel bad. It's okay. How does Johnny Bravo say, hey, mama? Hey, mama. <laughs> That's not, That was my best impersonation. <laughs> hey, mama. That's awesome. Okay, let's get into 10-yard penalties because obviously we're in the middle of our football series. We did five-yard penalties last week. We're going to do 10-yard penalties this week. And there aren't as many 10-yard penalties as there are five-yard penalties. There aren't. And next week we're doing 15-yard penalties, which are even more difficult to explain. But you do get into some difficulties here. So instead of breaking it up into offense and defense, There are going to be some penalties that are offense and defense in this one. And then special teams is brought in as well. So as a reminder, the offense is the team with the ball. The defense is the team trying to stop the team with the ball. And then the special teams team is anytime there is a kicker or a punter on the field, both sides have their special teams unit on the field. Does that make sense? Yep. So kick return or punt return um or the kicker the kicking team or the punting team that is all considered special team so that's not offensive or defensive and again right. i'm you know breaking that down for you because there are going to be some penalties that i'm talking about that are normally during special teams so okay so are we starting with special teams um we're not really starting with and there's not really like offense, defense, and special teams. I'm just going to be kind of combining the, here we go again. I'm going to be combining some of these penalties, um, like a legal block in the back, for example. 
Okay. It can be an offensive penalty or it can be a special teams penalty. So you typically see it on special teams. So during a punt or a kick play from the returning team. So from the team that is receiving the ball from a punt or a kick, a legal yeah. block in the back is when somebody is blocked in the back. Illegally from the back. Illegally from the back. <laughs> All right. It. All right. So illegal block in the back, you said, happens typically with the team that is receiving the punt return. Receiving the punt or kick return. Or a kick return. Yes. Okay. Yes. Correct. So punt or kick return, illegal block in the back. The guy's receiving the ball. They're trying to get up the field. Everybody's running full speed at each other, right? And so these people, these this special teams is trying to block this special teams. And what you'll get sometimes is an illegal block in the back. Okay, so pretty much you're just not allowed to push somebody from behind. That's right. You cannot push somebody in the back. So normally, like I said, you will see that on a special teams play. But on rare occasion, I honestly cannot remember the last time I saw it on, on an offensive play. But apparently you can get an illegal block in the back on the offense um, whenever you have the ball and are trying to move the ball down the field. Okay. I'm kind of surprised. I feel like a illegal block in the back, that's a 10-yard penalty. I feel like that's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's more of a big deal than the, um, like a five-yard penalty, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm kind of surprised it's not like a five-yard penalty. It doesn't seem like it would be that big of a deal. It's just like a oh. little push to the back. Well, you push somebody in the back, they can get really hurt, right? True that. True that. All right. So, so then that's the referee signals. Hello. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Duh. How could I forget? So the illegal block in the back symbol for the referee is the left hand is grasping the wrist of the right hand and the right hand is honking a horn. Beep, beep. <laughs> All right. So, and, and your right palm is sticking straight up. Yeah. So your right palm is sticking straight up and beep, beep, illegal block in the back. For some reason, I thought this was it, but that's actually, I'm pretty sure it's pass interference. So yes, it is one hand, illegal block in the back like this. High five. <laughs> yes. There you go, Christine. High five. It's hard to explain you guys. Like I said, if you're not watching us on YouTube, how to explain the body motions that I'm doing for these referees, but yes, left hand grasp the wrist of the right and then beep, beep the horn. So that is the referee signal for illegal block in the back. All right. So illegal block. What's the next one? Illegal block in the back. Right. So the next one is offensive holding. So as a reminder, Last week, we did defensive holding, which was a five-yard penalty and an automatic first down, remember? Mm -hmm. So um, offensive holding, you will see mainly on the linemen. So those big guys that I explained to you last week that are lined up in front of the quarterback, they look like big gorillas. Yep. They're like their gorilla stands, and they're blocking the defensive linemen from tackling their quarterback, Right. So I would say the majority of the time, whenever you see an offensive holding play, it's on those linemen. And it's because, so you can, um, you can hold somebody, you can hold the defensive player who is rushing your quarterback. So you can hold them from like the Jersey, like in around their chest, right? Yes. So inside of that, so you will see the chest plate of their pads of their shoulder pads, right? That's where you are allowed to hold a defensive player. OK, 
Okay. So you will see the offensive linemen's grasp onto that chest plate of the defensive player. But as soon as they get out here to their shoulders, outside of their shoulders, or even, you know, on the backside, they'll get turned around, whatever it's a holding penalty. And it is a 10 yard penalty. Okay. You see this all the time and it drives you insane because a lot of the times whenever a quarterback completes an amazing pass and it's an offensive holding, then the call has to be brought back. Yeah. So the call, that's right. That's a good point. So if there's a penalty on a passing play, the, um, the passing play is negated and then you are moved back for a holding penalty, for example, 10 yards from the original line of scrimmage. So if it was first at first in 10 yards, which is where you start on a new set of down, right? Um, first down and 10 to go. Then you throw a pass and you move it 30 yards down the field. That 30-yard pass is negated. It is brought back to the line of scrimmage and you will then move back 10 yards and you replay the down. So it is now first and 20. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like holding charges or holding penalties can completely change a game. Yeah, I mean, any penalty can. Any penalty, but I feel like, I feel like you see holding penalties all the freaking time. And maybe it's because they're the most frustrating for me, at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so you see the penalty being thrown a lot, but you don't notice the holding as much. And it's amazing that the referees do. Yeah, there, I think there, I mean, there's a line judge and I think there's like one ref whose sole responsibility is to watch the linemen. Yeah, us from, you know, spectators from our couches, like whenever they call holding, I never see it until it happens whenever they replay the call that was already made from the referee. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so sign from the referee, this yep. is holding. Okay, Can I got get it. A- so wrist and a fist. <laughs> so chugga 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 choo choo and then you grab your wrist so choo choo with a wrist hold all right so two closed fist choo choo and then yes. hold your wrist holding 10 yard penalty all right so then we just did illegal block in the back offensive holding what's next illegal use of hands hands to the face now the official penalty is illegal use of hands but I've never seen a legal use of hands on any other place than hands to the face. I'm not really sure where else you could have a legal use of your hands. Maybe, you know, a punch to the nether region. I'm not really sure, but the majority of the time, a legal use of hands would be, or is hands to the face. And the reason why it's different, we'll talk about what's called a face mask penalty whenever we're doing 15 yard penalties. But this is very different than a face mask because instead of grasping the face mask, you will see a lot of the guys, they'll like palm the other, um, the other teams like underneath of their helmet. Yeah. And they're like pushing up. So whenever you're seeing um, an offensive player, let's say a running back has the ball and they're trying to push the defense off of them and they stiff arm them. So you're allowed to stiff arm if their hand goes underneath their chin and pushes their chins upwards or their heads upwards. That is a penalty then. That is illegal use of hands, hands to the face. Normally you will see this on linemen though. So similar to the holding penalty, if, you know, the guy is getting, you know, he's all discombobulated, he'll start throwing his hands out there trying to stop the opposite team 
and yeah. they will, you know, start palming each other in the face and then you'll get illegal use of hands, hands to the face. This is again, one of those penalties that can be offensive. It is a 10 yard penalty for the offense. And then this is a little confusing. It's more of a penalty for the defense. It's a five yard penalty, but an automatic first down for the defense, for the defense. So it's not 10 and 10. It's not equal. It's 10 yards for the offense, five yards for the defense. So you only move five yards down the field, but you have an automatic first down. So you get to reset your downs. So whenever you get an automatic first down, do you just automatically, automatically get placed where the um, first down is, or do you get an additional five yards in front of where the first down initially was? So let's say you were running first in or second and 10 from the 40 yard line, right? Second down, 10 yards to go. Second down, 10 yards to go on the 40 yard line. Okay. If the defense gets an illegal use of hands, hands to the face penalty, you will move to the 45 yard line and now it'll be first and 10. Oh, okay. So they just kind of move it back. They move the first down line back to where, well, because you're only moving up five yards, not the 10 yards. Right. You're moving up five yards, but the penalty is an automatic first down. So they, that's what I'm saying. So they move instead of having to go the 10 yards to get the first down, they just move the, the first yard or the first down line backward. You know what I mean? Because you're oh, only yes. having to move, you're I, only I having guess. to move five yards instead of 10 yards to get the first down. Right. But that's just part of the penalty. Like it's, so you're not, so you don't get to go to the 10, you don't get to go 10 yards for the first down and then get the additional five. That, that was my question. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just five yards, a five yard penalty. But once you reach that five yards, you get to restart your downs. It's an automatic first down. Got it. Okay. That makes uh, a lot of sense. So then what's the, um, what's the signal for illegal use of hands? So I'm, I'm Googling this because I'm like, it's, it's so similar to a block in the back. Which is, what was the block in the back again? Oh yeah. And this, high five. five. And this is just the same thing, but basically with an upward motion. Oh, okay. So this is, so illegal block in the back is just holding it. And then illegal hands to the face or illegal, what was block? Illegal use of hands, hands. illegal use of hands, hands to the face is a- is, is a, is an upward motion. That's right. It's like a, um, a palm, a palm to your palm is going to the air. So block in the back is high five directly straight in front of you. And then illegal use of hands, hands to the face is more of an upward motion. Okay. Got it. How do they remember all of these? I don't know. And a lot of times it's like sign language. Yeah. And honestly, sign language is so sign language is so hard. My roommate in college took sign language for, um, her language in college and it's, she was so good at it. And I tried to have her teach me and all the different ways that you can move your fingers. I mean, Sarah, I feel like you would be really good at it because you talk with your fingers so much. I would really, really enjoy sign language. Yes, absolutely. But a lot of times they won't say what the penalty is. So that's why we're telling you guys what the ref is, is motioning because they won't like say it over the loudspeaker. You just kind of have to know what yeah. the penalty is. Does that make sense? Yep. All right. So then illegal block in the back, offensive holding, offensive, illegal use of hands, hands to the face. What's next? 
intentional grounding. So this is mainly on the quarterback. Actually, it's only on the quarterback. Yeah. Um, so it's an offensive penalty and the penalty for it is 10 yards or a spot foul. What does that mean? A spot foul means if the quarterback is, let's say, in the end, in his own end zone, and he throws an intentional grounding pass, it's a safety. Okay. So let's rewind first and just then talk about what grounding is. Yes. Okay. So intentional grounding, short for grounding, thank you for bringing that up, is when a quarterback is still in the tackle box, and I'll explain what the tackle box is in a second, and throws to a receiver that is not there. Behind the line of scrimmage, right? The tackle box? Yeah. The tackle box is behind the line of scrimmage. Yes. So the tackle box is behind the line of scrimmage. It's basically, here's the line of scrimmage, right? So it runs three yards behind the line of scrimmage, line of scrimmage, three yards behind the line of scrimmage. And the outside of the box are the offensive tackles. So again, those big gorilla looking guys that are lined up in front of the quarterback, Mm -hmm. those ineligible receivers that we talked about last week, Mm -hmm. outside of those men is, are the outside parameters of that box of that tackle box. All right. See, I didn't know that. I just see, you usually see intentional grounding whenever the defense is about ready to come up and sack the quarterback. The quarterback doesn't want to be sacked. So he tries to throw the ball away. That's correct. And most of the time there's not a receiver there, but they always, they try to get it. It stresses me out every time because of all the times, whenever they try to get rid of it so frantically, it can lead to like an interception or a fumble or, you know, because of his hands in forward motion, then it's going to be considered. Wait. If the quarterback's hands in forward motion, it's a fumble, right? If they're hands it's an incomplete pass. If it's going forward at all, it's an incomplete pass. If it's going backwards at all. And so if it's coming, even if it's all the way back here, mm-hmm. if his hand starts to move forward and the ball comes out, that would be an incomplete pass. Okay. Got it. Yeah. But it's, it's, yeah. It's so then to your point, so the quarterback is obviously feeling rushed enough to make a dumb decision to throw the ball and is throwing the ball to a receiver who, like I said, who's not there. Right. And they're still in that tackle box. So I'm not sure the reasoning behind it, but basically what they're saying is if he is out of the tackle box and he throws the ball, I'm guessing like they can say that it's more of like a planned plan play. I'm not really sure what the reasoning is behind getting outside the tackle box, because if he's outside of the tackle box, if he runs outside of the tackle box and throws to a receiver who's not there, it is technically not intentional grounding. Okay. So rewind to what you were saying about a safety. Yes. So 10 yard penalty, intentional grounding or a spot foul. So what is a spot foul? So a 10 yard penalty, very obvious. And um, you also have a loss of down. So if it's first and 10, if there's a holding penalty, you would replay first down, but it would be now be first and 20. With intentional grounding, it's a 10-yard penalty, but you lose that first down. It is now second and 20. 
Oh, okay. Okay. So that's the first thing. Intentional grounding is like a big deal because of that. And obviously the 10 yard penalty, but another really big deal about intentional grounding is the reason why the spot foul exists is because if let's say the offense is lined up on their own one yard line. Okay. Meaning the quarterback is in their own end zone and go back to our football 101 episode, you guys, a safety is when somebody is tackled when the offensive players tackled in their own end zone, right? So they're trying to get a hundred yards to the opposite end zone. If they're tackled in their own end zone, it is two points and the defensive team gets the ball back. Okay. Intentional grounding. If the quarterback is in his own end zone, if the tackle box is lined up in his own end zone would be a spot foul, meaning the 10 yard penalty, like it negates the 10 yard penalty. And basically what they're saying is if he would not have thrown that intentional grounding pass, if he would not have thrown that pass, he would have been sacked in the end zone, which would have been a safety. So they're, they just use intentional grounding. It's they count it as a play. So they encount, they count it as a play. That's right. So if you get an intentional grounding in the end zone, in your own end zone as a quarterback, it is a safety for the opposite team. That sucks. Yes. And that's really the most stressful time for a quarterback, especially that's why you see a lot of quarterbacks who are, whose backs are to their own end zone, run the ball. And you're like, why are they running the ball? They're not getting anywhere. It's because they they need to get out of there get the ball like further and further outside of the end zone so that it gives the quarterback a little bit more room so that they're not making rash decisions. Yeah. You, I feel like nine times out of 10, you're going to see them running the ball straight out of that end zone because the longer they're in the end zone, the more pressures that's on them, the more chances that they're going to have to throw the ball away. Yes. And then again, the higher chance that they're going to get intentional grounding, which yes. sucks. so, yes. all right. What is the symbol for intentional grounding? It is diagonal. Um, so that your hands are parallel, but they're on a diagonal. And then you go from top left to bottom, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're chopping, you're chopping fruit in the air. There you go, Christine. Yeah. You're, um, <laughs> wasn't there an online game about fruit? Yes. I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's on the iPad. Yeah. 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 So you're fruit chopping with both hands. You're like in chopping the air, the watermelon, melons, strawberries, apples. Yeah whatever you want to chop in the air. Yes. Perfect. So next is, um, the, oh, tripping offensive or defensive tripping. Very easy. 10 yard. Let me guess. You stick your foot out and they trip. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You don't see this one as often. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it. And if I have, I don't, I haven't paid any attention to it. Yeah. Um, and it's 10 yard penalty. And like I said, it's on the offense or the defense. So you cannot trip anybody. You have to like, you can't like stick. If somebody's running ahead of you, you can just like stick your foot out and trip them. Right. So that would be true. Although I'm sure it's very tempting. Some of the time. I'm so sure it is. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And this this one's very easy for the referees. You literally just stick your foot out. They just like stick their foot out. All right. I mean, it makes total sense why that would be considered a penalty. So on <laughs> yeah. to the next one, then what, what is the, the final 10 yard penalty that we're going to talk about today? Offensive pass interference. And this one is kind of subjective. Okay. But 
Um, what you'll see a lot of times is defensive pass interference, which we will talk about next week because it is a um, 15 yard penalty or a spot foul. So we'll talk about that next week. But offensive pass interference basically means the defensive player has a chance to make a play on the ball so they can catch the ball, they can intercept the ball, and the offense, um, the receiver is like, no, you're not going to do that. I'm going to basically tackle you and not allow you even a chance to catch the ball. Okay. So what happens then whenever that, like, do, do they count that? Cause usually with pass interference on whenever it happens on the defense, the offense gets it at the spot of the foul. Right. Exactly. Um, no. So this is offensive pass interference is just a 10 yard penalty on the offense. Okay. So it's so, not as big of a deal. Not as big of a deal as defensive pass interference because you don't see it. I don't know. You don't see it as often. I also feel like it's a little bit more subjective. It's a little bit more difficult for these refs to call. And then, you know, so not every time is the ball going to be accessible for the defender because a lot of times the defender is not looking at the ball. He's looking at the receiver. Right. So, but in um, nine times out of 10, it almost seems like it would make sense to go ahead and tackle the defensive player. If you know, he's about to catch the ball, be like, nope, I will take that 10 yard penalty because it could, you know, it prevents them from getting possession of the ball. Right. And you take a 10 yard penalty. I know it's and all about strategy. Penalty. Very true. So that's one way you can get offensive pass interference. But I would say the more common thing that you'll see is when the um, offensive player pushes off of the defensive yeah. player. So you will see a lot of contact whenever the ball is being thrown to receiver with the offensive player and the defensive player. But the telltale sign, what you always look for, and what the refs will look for is when the receiver full extends to push off of the defensive player with an extended arm. To give them more momentum to catch the ball. To give them more momentum to catch the ball and to stop the defender, right? So if you're pushing off of the defensive player, you have a straight arm, you are stiff arming them, you are pushing them off, whatever you want to call it, that would be offensive pass interference. It would negate what if you caught the ball and it would be a 10-yard penalty from the original line of scrimmage. Oh, so the, so the call gets back. So the call gets no, called back. No matter how long of a pass it was, if it was a 50 yard pass, if your line of scrimmage was on the 20 yard line, you are now on the 10 yard line. Oh, that sucks. And I mean, if you're, you literally feel like you're walking the entire length of the field because you made a boo-boo, you should not have pushed off the defensive player. It's so instinctual though. Sometimes it's like, you want to catch that ball so bad. These players don't even think about it. And then, yeah, that sucks. Cause you got to bring it all the way back. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Okay. And then pass right, what's your symbol is both hands high five. Got right, it. So pushing forward, pushing forward, both hands up in a pair that are parallel to each, to each other. And you just double high five. And that's it. That, those are all the penalties. So double high five to our episode this week. And let's wrap it up, Christine. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel. And follow us on Instagram. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Kia. -bye.